Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. In this particular episode, we will touch on the upcoming eclipse season, as well as Mercury retrograde, which will begin its retrograde very soon after the total, well, the partial solar eclipse that is happening on the 30th in Taurus. And so we're going to speak a little bit in more depth about how this could show up in your life, the benefits of these seasons and why it's so important to take advantage of the opportunities that you will be presented with during these seasons because it is significantly going to impact you in a multitude of ways, but it is definitely going to change your trajectory and your path on where you are now and currently in life and where you're headed. So a lot of the decisions that you're making right now are going to really be groundbreaking when it comes to your future in a many, many ways. We all know by now that Taurus is a fixed energy. It is a fixed sign, which means it is a very grounded, very practical and permanent type of energy. It doesn't like to be uprooted and moved around a lot. So It's all about stability. It is all about understanding where I am going to be, what I need to do to sustain that place and be there. I want it to grow. I want it to be fertile and I want it to prosper, but I don't want to be uprooted all the time. I don't want to be moving around. I don't like instability. And so this is the energy of the Taurian effect, right? And so we're in a lot of things. We're in this climate where a lot of energy is surrounding our Taurian uh, season, right? We have a lot of things that are in Taurus. We have Uranus, which is sudden changes and sudden movement and sudden shifts, all these things happening in Taurus. We also have Um, This eclipse that will be in Taurus, which is a new moon. So it is going to bring in a lot of newness, a lot of new beginnings, a lot of new found opportunities, all of these things. But then we also are going to have Mercury retrograding, right? Starting off in Capricorn, Earth, I'm sorry, in Gemini, which is an air energy ending in Taurus. Um, We had the previous retrograde ending in Capricorn. So here we are in more earth energy. And it's really, really important that we understand what that means. Okay, I'm going to talk about what it means when we're in a space of standing still, because that's that's technically what a retrograde is, right? What is a retrograde for? Why do we need to why retrogrades happen? all throughout the year. We we just went through a period of three months, about three months with no retrogrades. But retrograde season is picking back up. That is a time to review, renew, replenish, reevaluate a lot of the different areas that we are finding ourselves working through in our lives. And so on a basic level, a retrograde is, let's talk about, When a planet is stationary, it appears that it's standing still, right? There's no movement. Nothing is happening. um, Everything is just stuck. Therefore, whatever aspects of life it governs or experience, it it blocks, right? It can can cause stagnation. It can cause a lot of um, procrastination, lack of movement because it isn't moving forward. Retrograde is a time to review, okay? So you're looking at... You're replenishing, you're re-evaluating, you're re-establishing um, bonds and 
communications and going over what you've already done decisions you've already made this is not a time for things to be for changes to be made it is a change for you to review it is a time to review whatever changes have already occurred so during this time mercury is a planet because we'll be in mercury retrograde right but on a typical level whether it's venus retrograde uranus or mercury or whatever planet is retrograde this is how it affects a retrograde would affect that particular energy meaning or whatever it is hitting in or whatever that planet rules so another way to look at a retrograde period is a time to imagine the influence of the planet creating a cultivation inside versus outside of you. So when you're going retrograde, you're going within. So it's time for you to go within instead of looking out for answers, instead of looking out for results and for you looking out for people to um, fix something for you. It is you. It is you who's having to look at it. It is you having to make the decisions. It is you who having to reevaluate. It is on you. So retrogrades are a great time to engage in any activity that starts with the with re right reestablishing reunderstanding um reviewing replenishing all of these things um restarting regain reinvent rebrand all of these things are ways of you to reestablish and come up with a new strategy if needed but not quite moving forward with it it's the planning it's the prepping it's the reprocess right with us having mercury we know, for those of you who don't know, for y'all who are new here, I've talked in extensiveness about the planets and how the planets work and the different energy around them. And I may do a refresher episode, but if you just look through all of the 400 episodes, you know, um, towards between, of course, 2019 to 2020, I did a lot of talk about most, I, I believe this episode was released in 2019, where I spoke about the, um, planets and the energy that they bring and etc and so on so all of those things are very important to understand when you're thinking about retrogrades because you have to understand how each planet works now when we're speaking about mercury going in retrograde it does affect us all differently of course it will affect us all differently because mercury retrograde um depending on the sign it's in or the energy it's in is how it affects people or everyone, right? But one thing that doesn't change is Mercury is the planet of communication. It rules travel, it rules emails, it rules technology, it rules everything. It's Aquarian ruled, okay? So it's all about, Well, it's Gemini and Virgo ruled, but it's all about the analyzation of communication. It's all about the understanding of communication, how you communicate, what comes across, what is said, um, what is, you know, how you engage. Mercury is involved every single day. So when Mercury is in retrograde and it's going to start off its retrograde in Gemini, which it rules, it's ruling sign. Um it's going to challenge you in how you 
in the duality of how you think, in the duality of how you speak, how you come across, how you're received, how you travel, um, the limitations that may be put in place due to your um, due to whatever is happening around the world. You can see a lot of different things regarding Mercury being in retrograde in Gemini. And then once it begins to transition into Taurus, the focus is going to be more so on the assets, the what I have, what I value, how is my communication affecting my practical living? How is how I speak or how I work or how I engage with people affecting my assets? This is a whole reevaluation process that is going to be taking place because, again, we are reestablishing a new foundation for how we are going to live and work and move going forward. So with this particular transit mercury retrograding ending in Taurus. it is going to be a significant impact on contracts and agreements and um financial aspects of your life as far as aesthetics it's going to affect cars it's going to affect how you um travel when it comes to any type of way of transportation it's going to affect technology in a major way how is this more cost effective? Are we needing to spend more money to create better ways of communicating? Are we not reaching the people? Are we not communicating in a way that is effective to where people can really engage in an aspect that is beneficial to the foundations? All of these things are going to be coming up in our personal lives, but most importantly overall these are the themes that we will be faced with now with the eclipses when we have a solar eclipse okay solar eclipses typically fall on new moons okay so this is considered a partial solar eclipse okay now during eclipses Events quicken and are magnified for better or for worse. And we have Jupiter doing its thing. So it's going to be a grand thing. Okay. So whatever is happening in your life, an eclipse comes in and takes it to the next level. It really is happening to bring about a resolution and a solution to whatever it is that you're dealing with. Clearing the path for clarity, for um, peace, for newness for releasing things that got to go for making room. Okay. Now eclipses are considered to be powerful generations of synchronicities in some sort, right? It's almost like you already know these are things you're working towards. This is just a culmination of the work you're putting in or lack of work you need to put in. And so this is coming to assist you in how you're moving forward, what you're doing, how you're growing and what you're expanding in your life now this year our eclipses the lunar eclipses are all total eclipses there is a difference in a total and a partial um, solar eclipse and lunar eclipse and i'll get into that a little later but the eclipses that are happening this year are partials in solar eclipses are partials, right? The lunar eclipses are total. The solar eclipses are partials and the partials support the general trend of this year, meaning sacrifice, um, letting go, completion, addressing relationship issues. So this is a very big year. We kick the year off with Venus and retrograde. So this is a very big year. We're going to end the year in Venus retrograde also. So this is a very big monumental year for 
relationships of all kinds, friendships, intimate relationships, relationships with your children, relationships with career, relationships with the people that you encounter in the world every day, relationships with food, relationships of all kind, relationships with your health, relationships with your finances, everything. Relationships are the theme of this year. And what are relationships? Relationships are relating right? You can't have a relationship with something you don't relate to. So in, and it could be something you're not trying to relate to. You just naturally relate to it and, and you build a bond or there is a bond there. There's a connection. There's an interconnector. Regardless, this year, relationships are changing, have changed already and massively and will continue to do so because we are on this path of, again, as I stated to you guys in 2019, this New cycle of our year going into 2020 year. Everyone kept saying, oh, this is a new me, new year. Yeah, it is. But it's a new decade. It's a new trajectory that is being started, that is being cleared, that is being purged. Right. We have Pluto in retrograde. We have a lot. Um, we have Pluto that will be getting ready to be in retrograde. But Pluto is doing its thing. Pluto's return this year. This is about rebirth, transformation, endings, new beginnings all massively connecting us to our core, right? What matters? What do we value? What do we need? What don't we need? What have we been doing in excess? What have we been wasting our time on? What have we been wasting our energy on? What if we have expanded or expended too much? Where have we sacrificed too much? Or where have we not been sacrificing enough? Where have we compromised or overcompromised? All these things are themes that we are having to face in our life, building on our priorities. And so with the partial solar eclipse that is happening in Taurus, this is a complete newness that is being gulfed in. This could mean endings and jobs. This could mean new beginnings. But what it means is if there is an ending in one area, it is because it has that has to go to connect you with where you're supposed to be and what's supposed to be in your life. So almost simultaneously, if a job is ending, then there's going to be a supporting source of income that comes in. There's going to be another opportunity for you to take advantage of. There's going to be newness that is gulfed into your life and your experience. So that's going to help you. So it's not a bad thing. Whatever is leaving needs to go so that it can connect you deeper to where it is you're needing to be connected to right and so while the changes can be uncomfortable and and unsettling because you don't have the control you want it is ultimately for the better and then after we have this Taurus um, eclipse we have its partner which is also in Scorpio now the interesting thing the total lunar eclipse that happens on the full moon in Scorpio May 16th is a very interesting dynamic because we have Taurus and Scorpio yet again. Last year, November, December, we had Taurus and Scorpio. This year we have Taurus and Scorpio, right? It's a completion that started six months ago. Eclipse energy lasts about six months or more, right? It completely changed. So this is the energy of the themes that are going to carry us throughout the remaining of this year up until the, the top of next year, okay? With our North and South node being in Taurus and Scorpio, this is almost like an exact point of complete transformation. 
in a multitude of ways. Whatever is in that scorpionic energy is not just sex, right? People like to think about Scorpio as sex, 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 sex. It's really not. It, it is a lot of tabooists. It is very sensual, but it is so much deeper than that. Scorpionic energy is all about in intense investigation, analyzation, um, desire, right? It is very fixed, but it is water. So having a Scorpio fixed, that, that water placement that's really fixed, it's fixing in this tunnel, it's sitting in this tunnel, it's not going anywhere. This is where it's making its changes right in this area, it has put its claws in. So if you have anything that is hidden from yourself, Full moons, again, are all about release anyway. So you add that with a eclipse energy with the Scorpio. This is massive change, massive reveal, massive depth that you're going to have to face within yourself. That is going to affect that Taurian North Node, which is all about changing of the structure. It will simultaneously change your ideas of what you value what you desire what you look like what you feel what you want in your life what you uh, engage in how much money you have how much money you need where you want to work what the aesthetic of the place needs to look like what it needs to feel like what is value to you so with we with us coming into this energy it's like a total new reevaluation of how we see ourselves in the world and what part we play in the world, but also what the world can do for us. How can we benefit from the world? How can us participating in certain activities or certain things benefit us? It's like not wanting to do anything that does not bring that value to you. And so it's a beautiful um, reestablishment reestablishing that's occurring but it is very much so uncomfortable because it is new and it's deep and it's emotional right you're not going to feel the emotions with this eclipse that's happening on the 30th but they're going to definitely bubble up as we get close to uh, the scorpionic full moon uh, eclipse that is happening in the middle of May so we're definitely going to feel the feels if you ain't already feeling it okay now what does this look like for us? Like, yes, we know, okay, this is going to be happening overall through the people. Everyone's going to be experiencing life differently with these type of transits. But what does this mean for us? Well, I feel very strongly that this is going to impact our home life. This is going to impact our relationships, as I've stated, our traditions, our beliefs, how we connect, what we are wanting, how we view ourselves, how we can create new ways of loving, of seeing each other, of experiencing each other, of being all of this to ourselves first. I feel as though this is going to be a very important moment of judgment for self, understanding that You've grown, you've evolved, you've expanded in a multitude of ways and your way of seeing yourself has significantly changed because you have. And so this is going to be where you are seeing the dedication and the work you have been putting in paying off and finally growing in the direction you're wanting it to grow into not just recklessly sowing your seeds you have been intentionally working on something you have been intentionally praying about something and aligning yourself with what you need so that you can be in a better space you have been intentionally hoping 
that something turns out in your favor. And this is where you are in this space where you're finally able to see how you've transcended above the hope and you're actually holding the very prayers that you've asked for right it's a it's a tangible exchange and it's so beautiful and it's so I feel like through this beautiful yet challenging moment it puts you in a space of groundedness it's going to put you in a place where you have reached this mutality within yourself that is transcending and growing at a pace you don't you don't have any control over but it's giving you this opportunity to see the beauty in how you've evolved and honestly being able to sit in the stability you're creating and this is where you're finally able to really embark on the newness called your life This is you've taken the leap. You have been pushed a lot of times, not wanting to go out there and make those changes. But God has made it happen. Right. He's put you in a position where you've had to make decisions and you've chosen to do that and be obedient. And because of that, you're getting new offers of opportunities, new financial blessings, new areas of uh, assistance where people are coming in and people are loving your energy and they're just wanting to sow into you and you're building these fruitful relationships and you're expanding in ways that really took a lot of dedication and a lot of work on your part and you finally are finally at a space where you're bringing stability and balance into your life this that full moon in Libra really helped with that structure of bringing an equilibrium right the circumstances that you begin to see go away and the things that you have found yourself having to deal with and expand beyond you're finally in this space where you're like you know what I can finally acknowledge that all of that may have been uncomfortable all of the things up this far may have been um, some things I would not have chosen but I'm grateful that it happened because it's led me to ultimate fulfillment it's led me to this place where I'm really at peace where I'm really happy and I'm really in a space where I see the prosperity that I put out there and I think that that is the main goal it is it is just understanding that the jewels are in the journey and the journey has really paid off lucratively if you just sit and look at how much you've been able to cultivate and create based on your obedience to what God has asked you to do and yes it's pushed you out of your comfort zone a million times over and yes you've had to surrender to some uncomfortable unforeseen situations that you did not have the control over but that was the point if you had control over it would you have made the decision if you were in control of how something turned out would you have taken that path no you would have stayed where you were you would have feared making any changes because it was comfortable and it was stable and it gave you what you needed and it supplied those needs and you were comfortable living in that space but sometimes things have to be shaken up and movement has to be made without your control because that's the only way that you'll grow and evolve and really reach for your full potential even if you don't know the potential that you truly hold so this is where you reconnecting this mercury retrograde season and this eclipse season is about connecting you to your soul's desire and purpose for the season that you're in in your life it is about really connecting you to what is going to fulfill you right now 
right? But it's not just for the moment. It is for your foreseeable future. This is something that is being built beyond the past, built beyond this idea of lack, built beyond what you feel you suffered through. This is about finally reestablishing, reimagining, re-entering into your life as the main character, but with filled with passion and chemistry and compassion for others and understanding and filled with this heart that's just open to the possibilities of having everything that you desire. But the only way to do that and the only way to have that is to step into your power. You've had to step into your power and that doesn't mean being controlling. You don't have to I find that I'm, I feel more powerful. I'm an alpha female, right? I'm naturally an alpha female, but I thrive in my feminine energy. I love to be around a lot of masculine energy because it allows me to be naturally feminine, right? Just my natural feminine. But if I'm around a lot of feminine energy, um, I don't feel feminine. I feel more so alpha right I feel like I have to be in control of myself my scenario my life my but also the way I lead right I always feel like I have to be in leadership position or leader position around a lot of feminine energy and I'm I don't understand why that is so um I have a a, a, I have a very healthy balance of feminine and masculine people around me um but I love I've always said I've always been a, 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 a guy's girl. You know, my I grew up with a lot of men. Maybe that's why I have a lot of men in my family. Um, and I had my father in my life. I had my uncles. I have my grandpas. I had my, you know, great uncles. I have a lot of masculine energy around me. And, and that's how I've that's how my feminine developed, you know, um, very healthily, but just a feminine way, right? But I feel like ultimately it is just about being able to establish where your true power lies. It's about understanding your strength, that natural strength and building upon that, not anything forced. If you have to force it, if it has to be something that you're having to uh, manipulate to have or to get, it is not for you. And it's definitely not connected to you. And it's definitely not what you should be investing yourself in. So this is taking those leaps and understanding how you've built, not settling for things you don't want, being satisfied with what you want happy with what you have you know but grateful for opportunities that are coming but not just settling for something because out of gluttony like I don't need that I don't I don't need that and it's not going to make me any more happier than I am now so I'm just going to be happy and content with what I have until the right opportunity comes or until the right circumstance shows up or you know what I mean it's it's just not a lot of times so this energy can also bring up this space of feeling nostalgic about the past in a way 
that makes you feel like you have to be gluttony, right? I have to have it all. I have to get all the money. I have to have all the food. I have to have all the clothes and all the shoes and all of this and all of that because I didn't have it before. And because I didn't have it before, I don't ever want to be without it again. So I'm going to overstock myself and I'm going to overstock my living situation and overstock and overcompensate and over so that I never feel like I don't have it. But the point is, if you overstock, for instance, you go buy all this food, right? Food expires. You go in and you stocking up on all these things that you won't even be able to use because at some point, it's going to have an expiration date. So it's like, what are you really doing? You know, wastefulness. It's identifying areas where you've been wasteful, um, out of gluttony, you know, not intentionally, but out of this fear based lack idea of not having enough. Like, I don't think I'll have enough. So if I don't think I have enough, I got to just stock up. Let me just stock up on all the tissue. Let me stock up on all the detergent. Let me stock up on all the food. Let me stock up on all the everything so that in case I do need it, I have it. Okay. But what happens when you do need it, but you can't use it because it is it's not there. It's molded. It has um, expired. It's not as potent as it was when you first bought it. It has a date that it just it just doesn't work. So it's like, what do I do then? I've wasted all this money and this space for something I did not need because I was fearing that I wouldn't have it if I did. So it's understanding what is needing to go, what needs to stay, allowing what comes to go comes in and goes to do that so that you can be in a better space um, for yourself. I think that's the ultimate thing. It's just being in a better space for yourself soulfully. Okay. I am looking forward to this Mercury retrograde season and eclipse season because you know what? There's already been a lot of changes. And at this point, it's like, listen, I'm already in change mode. Just come on with the come on. But it feels really good. It feels really liberating. It feels free. It feels like what you are desiring and wanting is showing up. It feels like abundance. You know, it really, really does. It feels like abundance. It's like when you have a thunderstorm and the next day you go outside and you start to see flowers blooming because that water was needed to penetrate that soil. Right. So that the the seeds could actually harvest what they were supposed to be harvesting. So it's so it's just beautiful. You know, it's just beautiful and and it's it's necessary. Okay? So be open to it. Be open to the changes that are occurring. Sit with what is happening and evaluate the way you're needing to so that you can really Look at how your life has expanded beyond anything you could have done without God's doing, you know, because a lot of the moves that we've made would not be made if we hadn't allowed God to take control. Right. So I love you guys. Thank you again for all of your love, your support. I look forward to our next daily dose of energy. The next episode will be our mindful musing um, that I release on Sundays. And um, I love hearing your feedback. I love the fact that you guys are just word of mouthing me uh, all over the place. And I really, really like that. Um, It's really cool. And it's really interesting after 
three years that the impact has only grown. So I'm super excited, thankful, and I am immensely, immensely honored. And I don't take it lightly. Okay, so I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until our next episode, be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. Love you guys. Bye.